I thought personally if I got it I'd be fine. Young people and sports people we think we'd be okay but the truth is that it can hit any of us hard like. I hate not being able to play GA, not go out and socialise with my friends. The sacrifices are the only way so we really need to help each other along the way. Behind every case there's a story. Protect yourself and each other. Be antiviral. Hear more at antiviralireland.com Supported by the Government of Ireland. Hi, I'm Chloe Maidley, author of The Four Week Body Blitz and now The Fat Loss Blitz. And welcome to my new podcast, The Bodcast. So over the next few weeks, I'm going to be talking to all of my favorite celebrities and health and fitness professionals about everything you can think of in terms of diet, nutrition, training, fat loss, muscle building. I'm going to be asking them all the questions that I think you guys will benefit from hearing the answers to. So without further ado, here we go. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Now today we have a bit of a fitness celebrity Mm -hmm. for you. This is personal trainer to the stars, author, columnist, Adidas athlete, Maxi Muscle ambassador and the fitness model himself, Mr. Bradley Simmons. How are you doing? Thank you for having me on. Well, thank you for coming. I actually have... So many questions to ask you yes. from both a professional and a personal point of view. I'm okay. very excited yeah. to have you here. So, first and foremost, I think I know that you started out as a footballer. Yes, as a well, since the age of seven, I signed for Chelsea Academy, wow. all the way to twenty when I um, suffered really bad bad injuries, ACL, fractured my ankle. So at the age of 20, I decided to call it a day. Um, I, th- I still could have played at a decent level, but I wanted to concentrate on a new career, you know? Yeah. Uh, I learned so much from being injured, being in that physio room for so much. I thought, I've learned so much, there's so much I can do. Uh, and the fitness industry is great. Instagram just ca- came about. Uh, I was probably the first one, fitness-wise, on it, creating videos, creating a buzz, creating noise. Um, and I haven't looked back since, you know. Uh, I do really miss football now because it's my passion. Uh, playing from the age of seven all the way up to seven, uh, 20 at a good level. Yeah. So at Chelsea and then to Queen's Park Rangers. Um, but yeah, haven't looked back since now. And now I've been fortunate to work with a lot of footballers. Yeah, um, oh, yeah I've seen. Yeah, I know lot, some of the guys you work with. Yeah, a lot of sports people. Uh, so yeah, I'm really enjoying my job now. And, you know, one door closes, one door opens. And you just got to work hard. Right that way. Yeah. And go with it. So... After you got injured, I presume that that would have been quite hard for you mentally. How was your mental state? Mentally, big time. I was really frustrated. I was a very angry person. You know, I was living off my savings. So I was really worried about my financial state. Um, I didn't know what I, what the future held. But once I got myself, like, you know, I got myself, built my confidence back up. Um, and I just believed in myself. I uh, went into personal training, started off at Virgin Active yeah. uh, for six months. Um, and yeah, just absolutely went for it. And um, now I'm, I'm in a good place right now. When the door closed, did you kind of know immediately that you were going to go into personal training, fitness? No. Like, what? Did, where were you at in terms of, okay, this is what I'm going to do next? So I was still in the frame of mind, I still want to be a footballer. Yeah. And I'm still going to go for it. Um, but I came back, I kept on getting niggles, hamstrings, whatnot, you know, it was mm-hmm. tough. It was very tough for me. Um, and I actually did my personal training qualification in a cast. 
really? in an ankle cast, yeah, on crutches. Um, and it was just like, this is plan B. This is last resort. Yeah. I don't want to be a personal trainer. I still want to be a footballer. And it's got to the point where I thought, Joe, you know what, plan B, is, uh, it's got to happen now. Uh, called it a day, and it's been the best decision I've ever I've, I've ever made. Well, evidently, I think you're probably one of the m- most well-known personal trainers in the UK. Yeah. If not the, I mean, yeah, what you've done is pretty amazing, and we're going to get properly, properly stuck into it. Um, so you said that you started out at Virgin. Virgin Active in Chiswick, yeah, which is a really nice, oh, nice. gym. Yeah, yeah <laughs> really, a really nice, nice gym. gym. Yeah, so I remember gaining 30 clients in my first, well, in the first two months. Um, which was pretty good. Just being busy, being there from 6am in the morning, from 10 o'clock at night, every single day, grafting along, offering free tasters here, free tasters there. Just really hungry, you know? And then uh, once I felt like I was experienced and once I felt I was confident enough to leave Virgin Active, Mm. I became freelance. Mm -hmm. Um, Driving my little smart car around London, going from house to house to house. Yeah, I've been there. (laughs) And by then I gained 50,000 followers. So I was gaining clients from Instagram, which was incredible. I remember when I first, I when I became a PT and I mm. didn't go to a gym, um, no. I was lucky enough actually that I already had a platform on Twitter, not yeah. Instagram. Um, and well, Twitter was big back then, wasn't it? Yeah, Twitter was the it was one, free, it was boy. The one. But like, so I had a, a base of people that I could basically shout to and say, look, I'm doing PTing in London, obviously a, yeah. a good a good place to to kind of build your client base. Um, And I actually was lucky enough that I could forego uh, working for a gym, which a lot of my friends work for, uh, a commercial gym that will remain nameless. Mm -hmm. And I know that they rinse you. They take a lot. massively. They pull your pants down. Totally. And I was like, I would just want to see if I can get a client base without having to work for a gym first. And I was so lucky that I did. And I loved PTing. I did it for like five years. I had so many, so many clients. Mm -hmm. The one thing that I found difficult in PTing freelance in London was just like the fact that you're in your car driving around in traffic all day and mm-hmm. like, like constantly had to pee because yeah. you know if you work in health and fitness yeah, or anyone out there who's health and fitness will know you drink a lot of and water and not forget the car fines <laughs> yeah oh my god if you, forget other... to, if you forget to pay the congestion charge yeah. or, or you, your session runs over <laughs> with a yeah, client and you the tickets mad. you get sometimes like I mean, there were definitely days where half of my income had to go on traffic yeah, fines in London. It's mad, isn't it? But I have to say, like, I feel like I learned so much in that period of time that I can now translate into my books and to my audience. Do you feel like it made you better at what you do on a grand scale now? Oh, 100%. Um, and even socially, just having so many different variety of clients, yes. I'm now able to socialise with anyone. Yeah, Put yeah, me in yeah. a room with anyone and I will talk to them for hours. And Where, you can so, it. so, yeah, so that have been a personal trainer has definitely made me be more, more mature. It's opened my mind up to different um, subjects and different parts of, of obviously life. So, no, it's definitely been an amazing job. And I definitely recommend those out there who want to be a personal trainer to go for it. Oh, yeah. Um, and for me, grafting in the gym for six months was what I needed. I wasn't earning great money because, as we said, the gyms do literally pull your pants down. Yeah. Um, but I needed that sense of learning about my own self and what type of fitness I wanted to be because I could go down the weightlifting route, which mm. is pretty easy which is what we're taught in our in our pt mm-hmm. course but for me being a footballer i wanted to go down that functional route you performance know athlete performance athlete performing yeah. athletes um yeah so and that's the route i've gone and it's, it's paid off so okay obviously i know and, and anybody in 
our side of the industry knows that you are kind of the PT to the celebrities. I know that yeah. there's, there's... There's a lot more. There's like two or three of yeah. you, I think, that I if someone said, what name a few celebrity trainers, yeah. you'd be on my list. So how did you... For those people listening who do want to go into personal training mm. and who do want to kind of... Uh, Build. build a good client yeah base. how did you transition from kind of training joe public and to actually i want to train people who are going to have a really big influence and get me more work yeah so for me i just used instagram as a platform yeah uh, they just introduced the videos which was only 15 seconds long then god how long have yeah. you been doing this for Four years. God, you've got, you are impressive. Yeah, you've done quite a lot quite quickly. And well, again, we'll move on to that. But but I think like people call me absolute workaholic. Clearly, and people tell me I need to switch off, and I don't know actually how now to switch off. It's mad. But um, this is like my fiance can absolutely. I don't think the word day off. I yeah, don't think he can it translate feel, it in yeah. his head. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Even on Sunday when I'm hanging, I'm like, oh, who, what time are we going? <laughs> what time are we doing this? You know, it's mad. Um, yeah. So. I was training my ex-girlfriend at the time um, and she was like my guinea pig. So she was showcasing <laughs> everything I was doing, yeah. all, what I was all about. And I decided just to uh, direct message every celebrity possible that was that lived in the London area, yeah. especially around Chiswick, Hammersmith, Fulham, Chelsea. Um, and um, a few of the Chelsea girls at the time, which mainly Chelsea then was a massive show. Um, they wanted to train with me, so within, <laughs> within, I bet your girlfriend <laughs> loved that. Yeah, yeah, that's the reason why we probably broke up. <laughs> but, but you know, you move on. Um, <laughs> three, yeah, three months later, I'm training about ten of the Made of Chelsea girls. Which then, which girls? Can you name names or no? Don't worry. Yeah, I still can. Uh, yeah, Lucy Watson, Tiffany Watson, oh, of course, yeah. Um, Steph Pratt, Rosie Fortescue, yeah, yeah, um, a couple of more, Sophie Herman. Um, which was great, and that really helped build my profile. That got me to 50,000 followers. Of course it did. Big time. Those girls have a real following. They do have a good following. Yeah. Um, and, I'm, I'm, yeah, but I'm not, I don't think we... I think Love Island is definitely taking over the likes of Only Race Essex. I mean, I actually, now. we were meant to be having a Love Island uh, person on... a uh, male on the podcast, but yeah. he... Is he too yeah. big time, is he? I think he got a bit too big that time. That 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, that was a bit, yeah. and it always does. Yeah. It always does. Um, yeah, and then from there, John Terry started following me. I had Frank Lampard following me. I had Louise Redknapp following me. And all these big celebrities yeah. and obviously athletes started following me. So that exposure was amazing. Yeah. From that, the likes of John Terry asked me to train his wife, Tony, and yeah. him on his days off. Uh, then I started training Louise Redknapp on a regular basis. She's a hottie. Yeah. So She's then a bit of a once, girl crush of mine. Yeah. So once I started gaining these high-end clients, yeah. that's where my career really just boosted, you know? Um, Is that how you found that, like, the kind of... So, as I said, you know, in, in the intro, you are now an author. You're a columnist. Yeah. You are... Yeah, it's crazy. It's amazing. You should yeah. be so proud. You're an Adidas ambassador. You're a face of, of, of Maxi Muscle. Yeah. Do you think that having that uh, celebrity client base kind of trampolined you into being able to do all those things? Yeah, of course. I'm not going to just like pretend no, like no, I did it. Of course. No, 100%. Having the likes of John Terry and people like that who I can bounce off or can use as a name yeah. definitely helps, you know. Yeah. Um, it builds a story. Um. Yeah, and it, it, of course it's definitely helped me. But with me, I've maintained that my work is constantly good, you know. So a lot of people yeah. say, oh, you're lucky. Just like, I said, no, I'm, nah. not, I'm not lucky. I've actually been worked very hard and I've been able to maintain it. And if anything, I've been able to push uh, and, and, get better. and get better, you know, with it. Yeah, well, that I think that's what being, it doesn't matter if you're training celebrities or, mm. you know, accountants. Or, it doesn't really yeah. doesn't matter. I think if you have face-to-face -face clients and if you are a personal trainer or a coach or whatever who is consistently working with new people mm -hmm. and consistently 
constantly learning, trialing and erroring. This is a job of trial and error. Like, make yeah. no mistakes about it. You learn things with one client that don't work with another yeah, and vice course. versa. And I think the more experience you can build, the more one-to-one um, -one kind of trials and tribulations you can build, the better you get at your job. 100%. As well as, like, reading and researching yeah. and keeping up to date with it. Of everything. course. you still got to do the reading, but the best experience, the best way you're going to learn is by being on that gym floor 100%. and doing it yourself. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I think that now my... So my first book, The Four Week Body Blitz, sold mm. really well. I've now got my second book. I have a brilliant. really good following and, like, it's brilliant. But I, I, I learn a, a lot more when I'm on the job, literally. Yeah, of course. And always have done, like, from day one. Um, okay, so given that you are now where you are now, what is your, like, big life goal <laughs> in the context of what you do? Or maybe it's not in the context of what you do. To be fair, I've got so many goals and I think it's so important to set those goals. Otherwise, you're just you're like a headless chicken. Yeah. You, you really need to set goals. And next year, 2019 is going to be a big year. Um, I've just signed as GQ's personal trainer. Nice. Um, I saw that on your Instagram, but I was like, I don't. Yeah. So last year, um, I was their model for all their fitness um, pages, which was amazing. For those of you who don't know who Bradley is and can't see him, he's like ridiculously good looking, <laughs> which is why I know from, I know that if when his girlfriend heard that he was going off to train other girls, she would have been like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> but very professional, as I've always yeah. made sure. Well, God, yeah, I would yeah, hope so. You yeah, don't want to be like taking advantage uh, of no, it. No, God, no. So, yeah, so I've just signed that with GQ, which I'm hoping is going to be massive, you know, it's going to take the next step of my career um hopefully open new um clients you know what does the job entail so um it'll be all my workouts within the magazine i'm doing a transformation at the minute with a gq editor nice um, and he's a very slim guy so usually i do a weight loss journey which is the biggest transformation yeah. people like but this guy is literally sk like skin and bone he doesn't mind me saying that he's an so, exo trying to pack on the muscle yeah so we're on the massive surplus we got him on the maxi muscle what, shakes. Are you, what is he on how much He's on about 3,000 calories yeah. a day. Yeah. Um, and I might actually have to bump, bump up, up even a little bit more because I'm like, mate, <laughs> yeah. but he's doing really well. I have, um, keep having to bump up my fiance's calories, like up and up and up yeah. and up. Because he's just, he trains so hard. He's a tank though, isn't he? He's a tank. And yeah. it, the second that he doesn't hit his calories spot on, he yeah. starts to lose it. Oh, really? And it's like, we got to, yeah, we got to keep him full. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So with me, with my calorie intake, I always just maintain it because... Like, You're at a good I, level. In two weeks, I've got to shoot with GQ and I've got to get ripped now. So now I'm going to have to be in a bit of a calorie deficit, get that protein intake quite high, yeah. stay off the sugars. Well, you know? well, okay, we'll talk about that in yeah, a minute yeah, because yeah. this is a part of my job that I uh, I have a very love-hate relationship with yeah. is the pressure to always be in really good shape. Yes, and course. I definitely, definitely want to talk to yeah. you about that. So, so you're going to be the new kind of health and fitness space for GQ. Yeah. And you write for Glamour, don't you? Yeah, I write for Glamour, which is amazing. I never thought that would happen. That's but wicked. It's brilliant. And Glamour is, a, is an amazing magazine, you know, but it's definitely online now. Yeah, and it's a good way to tap into your, well, to be honest, the vast majority of the, the fitness audience, which is women. Yeah, it's massively women, you know. I think 65% of my following is actually women. Same. Yeah, yeah I've got mad, the same statistics. It was yeah. 90%. So since I've been doing a lot of stuff with men's health and GQ, uh, and that's and all, it opened up a bit more to males. But um, I've got strong women for following which is amazing um yeah no it's good and next year is i'm um, i'm aiming to create my own app nice which is i think is the big next step for me you know i offer so much content on instagram yeah where i want to make my own website slash app where people can get the best content as demonstrations there yeah. people can do it properly you know because i put a minute video up and i showcase the workout 
But let's just say that person goes to the gym, their technique might be awful mm-hmm. or they might, might not actually be getting pushed or doing the right recovery times, you know. So I really want to create an app where as many people as possible can, can be subscribed to it. I think that's a really good idea yeah. because I love Instagram and I think in terms of what we do specifically, it's it's the best social media platform yeah, to use. But, you know, because it is, and the beauty of it is that it is so bitty and sporadic, but then you lose that kind of linear fashion that you need when it comes to trying to help somebody gain muscle or lose fat. And it becomes, like I say, a little bit sporadic. And I think having an app um, or a book, for example, everything all in one place is really, really helpful for your audience. Yeah, 100%. And that's how you get, and the more you can get your audience great results the better you look at your job, the better yeah. you are at your job. Of course. So I think that's an absolutely brilliant idea. And it's crazy out there, the fact that so many people don't have a clue about the basics of exercise and nutrition. Yeah. So look, I would do an F45 class, for example, when someone mentioned me saying, oh, is that going to help me bulk? I was mm-hmm. like, gee, like, mm-hmm. it's just the basics. I know, you know, I get it too. I get people so, buying my fat loss splits book and asking me if they can gain muscle on yeah, it. And I'm like, it's, it's in the title, but we, know, we yeah, would yeah, know that. Yeah, like, yeah, so it might help people... you, like, like get more defined maybe well the leaner you are the more muscle it looks like of course but if you want to bowl then obviously stay away from that but um yeah so that's why if i have an app on my website i can really help people you know i think that's a really good idea okay so let's come back to what i just ushered us past a minute ago that i from this is one of the questions on a personal level i'm very interested in so i love 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 my job i love um the fact that i have to get my body into like insane shape that a few years ago i never would have thought was Mm -hmm. possible um i love the big fat push that goes with it the discipline yeah you know the self-control but there are definitely days as i'm sure anyone who's ever been on a diet or has had a body transformation goal in mind will know where it is a real struggle and I kind of feel like I'm too busy for it, I'm too tired for it, mm-hmm. I'm too intelligent for it and I'm like, why am I torturing myself like this? Yeah, yeah. And it is a roller coaster yeah. of emotion. So you've been fitness modelling for, I would presume, what, three or four years now? Yeah, three or four years. It started as a body double, actually. Oh, really? For yeah. who? Uh, just for a, a company called Sports on Screen. So I do, like, the body doubling for David Beckham or Aaron Ramsey or the footballers. Which <laughs> not was, a bad place to start. Yeah, not a bad place to start, which was good. <laughs> Um, and then I, well, as I've got more known, I guess I've been doing stuff for men's health and yeah. GQ and stuff like that. So, which is pretty good. And yes, it can be tough, you know. Like on that set while I'm doing the actual shoot, it's probably where I'm the most unhealthiest. Uh, isn't it so yeah, funny? It's mad, isn't it? I'm the most drained, yeah. the most tired. But I set myself a goal, and I'm happy to put myself in that position where I got two weeks to look in the best shape as possible you know and I so, like it I enjoy it so how I'm, I'm guessing from what you're saying that you structure it like you are always two or three weeks away from being photo shoot ready yeah which means you really don't have much room to play with right With or I well, mean how do you structure well, that well the thing is with me I always train hard and regularly so yeah. I'm always I could do a photo shoot tomorrow I think I would look good yeah. whereas for me just for setting myself a goal and just for my own mindset I'm going to feel confident yeah I'm going to do an extra yeah. two weeks where I really go for it and I make sure my diet's on point because yeah. after after an F45 class or after a big gym session, for example, I'll go home and I'll happily have two uh, triangles of, of Toblerone. Oh, God, I hate you. I think I feel like I should intercept here on behalf of all but, the women listening. Yeah. It is not the same for us always, okay? Not, but it's not the same for everyone. Yeah, some people true. can't, that's you know, where true. some people need to find out what their body types are and what their goals are. Uh, and if it's a place that they really like chocolate, for example, then have a chocolate cracker or... No, yeah, you're, do you know what I mean? You're not wrong. And I think, um, you know, my partner is, is the same. He obviously is incredibly well-conditioned. He's... Mm. 
and mentally and physically, he's very good at sticking to his diet 99.9% of the time. And again, if he wants that toe blown, he'll yeah, have yeah, it. Yeah. If he wants a couple of ciders on a Sunday, he'll yeah, have it. Like he's all good. For me, um, I'm I'm like your typical mesomorph in that I can gain muscle quite quickly, which yeah. is rare for a woman, but I can also gain fat quite quickly. Yeah. I kind of I straddle that line. Um, and so for me, when I want to get lean enough, it's specifically drop enough body fat that you can really see that muscle pop or the vascularity. Yeah. Yeah. You better believe there ain't no room for Dovlorin in my yeah, diet no, and it course. kills me but like everybody you're completely right everybody's different everyone's completely different and so many people compare themselves like I'm sure you've got obviously you've got amazing physique and I'm sure you've got girls out there who realistically might not be able to get to where you are yeah but they should still see your hard work as an inspiration and then they still should use you as inspiration and motivation to continue what they're doing. Yeah, I Do think what I mean? that's... So there's a realisation that people need to start focusing on. I do think that no matter... We were actually talking... I was talking to the uh, girls about this before you came in, yeah. uh, my team who are helping me do the podcast. And I was saying that I do think that no matter what camp you fall into, if you're uh, ectomes or endo, yeah. you can 100% change your body. But you have to understand that it's going to be different levels of hard of difficulty yeah. for each camp, depending on what they want yeah. to do. The fact that GQ have given you given you an ecto and been like, put loads of muscle on him, yeah. that is a hard In 12 task. weeks as well, you know. In tw- and it takes months, years yeah. to build real muscle, yeah, especially on does. that body type. Of course it does. But we're not expecting him to look like me, for example, you know, we're, <laughs> or, or your, or your fiancé. Um, we're just expecting him to gain strength, really. So it's not just going to be just what he looks like. It's also going to be how has he improved with his different like fitness tests or different strength tests as well because I love that I think that's very important you know because it's not always about looks looks is I think sometimes looks can just be a bonus of your hard work and how much you've improved with your strength or fitness levels you know Definitely. and that's what I really try and focus on like when I was running marathon I dropped to like 9% body fat wow which is which is which is low that's bodybuilder and, yeah. and that's not me even trying to get to 9% it's just the fact because I was improving my fitness yeah. a bonus from that came the fact that I was dropped my body fat yeah. I now stay at healthy level and 10 percent yeah which i can easily maintain um but for example for this body for this shoot in two weeks i'm gonna set myself a goal and um go for that nine percent again oh yeah yeah got to, you know, i want to look back in 20 years time and go yeah that was made to my son or my yeah and think Joe, you know what and it's fine That's, you, people out there i think like myself we get um a lot of people give us quite a hard time when we are trying to aim to be a really good body shape being because apparently we're bad example to other people and we're causing yeah. health, mental health issues which is quite tough really because I think everyone in life just set themselves goals mm-hmm. and if that is you want to be a little bit more shredded then that's perfectly fine you know dude I could not agree with you more we were talking uh, I ha- have spoken uh, to Harry Judd about this yeah. and and it's really interesting especially and I said this to him pretty much verbatim <laughs> I've been in hospital three separate times. One was the big three-week stay in the coma. Number two was the nerve damage diagnosis. Number three was a surprise attack out of nowhere and I couldn't breathe properly. You know, perfectly healthy 17-year-old, no underlying conditions. It's crazy. Behind every case, there's a story. Protect yourself and each other. Be antiviral. Hear more at antiviralireland.com. Supported by the Government of Ireland. As a woman, we get it so much worse. Yeah, it's course, like you are yeah. the worst woman in the world yeah. if you are concerned about how you look. look. 
as opposed to how you feel and mm. how great your performance is. How I, and, and can I actually just <laughs> say now, I'll just use the platform yeah. to say this, I hate the hashtag strong, not skinny, yeah. because all you're doing is bashing one body type to yeah. put another on a pedestal and it just feeds the cycle. Look, I got into training specifically because I fell in love with weightlifting. Yeah. I changed my diet because I wanted to see the results of my hard work like, in the course. gym, yeah. right? I then got amazing aesthetic results. Yeah. And that, and I'm not going to lie and nor would I, made me feel good, made me look good, yeah. and it fueled me to keep going. And there is nothing wrong with it. You no, don't have to apologize for caring if you if anything, look in shape. If anything, we should celebrate that. And, Agreed. And that's the problem we have today. But again, that comes back from what I said before. People need to really be realistic with what they can actually achieve yeah and they just need to focus on being the best versions of themselves mm -hmm. um and not comparing themselves and that is it at the end of the day and it's different if you're going to eat well and if you're going to train regularly and you live a healthy lifestyle you will be on the road to being the best version of yourselves mm -hmm. you might not be chloe but you're going to be the best version of you and that's what people need to focus on and yeah and yeah we should be celebrating the fact that you want to be super healthy we want you want to be the best version of yourself yeah yeah we should be celebrating that rather than knocking it's people true. likes of yourself you know no it's true you know i look at people like um angelica tashiera who is the who's the new miss mm. olympia well actually the reigning champ Miss yeah. olympia i know that in order to get to that level that's no that's that's <laughs> different level of commitment exactly you know? and that's what i mean like yeah. be the best version of you like i know i can get into wicked shape that's great but you don't you know and i've said this again on this podcast yeah twice I think I've said it now comparison is the thief of joy yeah. you know you've got to it is about feeling good about yourself but if that includes you looking the best you can look then yeah. you know fair play to fair you play. okay so talk to me a little bit as a, as a fitness model yeah. and a professional coach tell me about your uh, diet and training uh, specific to you what you implement and why um, so like yourself I am a mesomorph so I build muscle very quickly uh, also do gain a lot of body fat <laughs> yeah. so when i was at qpr i was always in fat club <laughs> always in fat club <laughs> what mean. so and it's crazy people are probably like what so basically as a footballer you always was expected to be lower than 10 percent body fat yeah i, I was always 11 or 12 which was seen as a bad thing then oh so God. before training i would do have to do half an hour on the bike and i would have a nutritionist looking after my food but that was just my body type i really again and to be fair i'd be starving from after football i didn't really was this was when i was a bit young i didn't really wasn't really clued on nutrition i'd go no. home and have three bowls of coca pops not realizing the amount of calories in that yeah. thinking i can get away with it because i'm a footballer and i'm doing so much thingy and also it's such a good choice coca pops of course coca pops i don't know, i haven't <laughs> had a bowl of coca i haven't had a bowl of coca pops in ages to be fair. My, my new thing is just shredded wheat with drizzle honey and a few bananas it's, oh god he went job. full bro no <laughs> oh, that's crazy i'm going crazy Right, um, go on. Uh, but for now, yeah, I just maintain uh, my calorie intake. I know it's roughly about two two thousand calories, right? Um, and just through, I, I've never really cal calculated my calories. I definitely haven't never calculated my macros. No, but I have a, a good idea because I've done my research of how much am I eating. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, so in the mornings, I do have three eggs. Um, I might have a uh, like a half a bagel. I have some avocado. If I don't have time, I'll whack myself a quick protein shake with loads of oats in there to make sure the carbs are in there. I've got nice. energy for a day. I might snack on a few almonds or a protein bar. Uh, in the middle of the day, I'll have a big salad with some sweet potato in there, loads of chicken, and loads of veg. I always make sure I have loads of vegetables. Yeah. And same. then at dinner, I try and stay away from carbs. To be fair, um, I have uh, I, I mix up with salmon or white fish or a bit of chicken. And again. I guess the philosophy being that you don't need that energy release anymore. Yeah, I guess so. And it's just I just and again, I don't want to maintain that two thousand calories. You know, or days where yeah. I've, I've burned a thousand calories for a workout, I might top it up. Uh, and that gives me the, the allowance to have a little bit of a Toblerone. So I don't really, I'm not, I'm not obsessive with my diet. I just know for experience 
being a footballer as well, how much I should be eating. Yeah. So, like my advice out there, if people don't know how much they should be eating, mm-hmm. it'd be amazing if they do potentially for a six-week window, count your calories or potentially your macros, mm-hmm. just to give you an idea of what you should be eating. Because yeah. so many people out there ain't got a Scooby. Yeah, I, I completely got a Scooby. agree. So, my experience has allowed me to understand how much I should be eating. I do eat really well. I drink so much water to obviously splash out all the bad fluids and whatnot. Um, well, so, I guess that means you drink. Yeah, uh, I I have a beer every now and again. I think it's really important to Relax. be sociable with your friends. I watch a lot of football, you know, so I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Tottenham fan, so I try and go to as many games as I can with my brother. And of course, I'm gonna have a beer. That or two. involves beer, yeah, totally. I completely agree. I think so, there's a time and a place to yeah. take the diet hat off. Yeah, of or course. you're going to go insane. Because we gotta live, right? We do 100%, have to live. Yeah, like, and it's like everything in moderation. Yeah. So. This is exactly the same for my partner. He's really good at this. I'm a little bit more all or nothing, which is, to be honest, just very But that's you, that's perfect, that's fine. Yeah, and I know how I am. But I would always say, like, optimally, absolutely eat healthy, you know, have an Mm. idea of calories so you don't gain or lose rapidly, either or. Um, And then know when to let, like, know when to relax. It's also, it's going to be really good for your fat loss and body transformation goals if you can actually chill out every yeah. now and again and let those cortisol levels drop yeah, reduce the inflammation yeah. from training just relax okay mentally and physically yeah. and that i think is really good advice yeah i do think so because especially with social media so many people can become obsessive you know and so many people want these body goals uh, which is great um, but people need to be sane in, at the end of the day yeah hundred even myself I, i've struggled before where i see guys who are ripped i'm like sh- sh- gosh i need to get to that how am i going to get to that and it can be quite obsessive it'll, um, and it can cause problems with your mindset so then finally as i've got older i've got away from that and i just yeah. focus on myself and i know how much i should be eating i know what's healthy to eat um, and i know what i enjoy and i know what works for me yeah i i think i'm a big believer in and i do track my calories and my macros mm-hmm. and i i kind of credit it for being being able to get in the kind of shape that I can get into for a photo shoot. Yeah. If I, I don't think if I had that strict accountability, I'd be able to get as aesthetic as yeah. I get. Um, however, do I intend on doing that forever? No, absolutely not. I hope to be, well, pretty much in ideally in January, February, uh, you know, 2019, I do kind of want to step away from tracking. I know enough now that I don't need to track yeah. everything I eat. I'm very aware of how many calories are in a chicken breast, yeah, of a piece of cake, a chocolate biscuit, yeah, yeah. like um, a glass of wine. I'm all good. Um, and I do think that uh, a lot of the time dieting, whatever that might be, is a means to an end that eventually you want to be just more health minded, mm-hmm. nutrition minded. It doesn't need to be this oppressive thing that you'll feel chained to every day. No, of course not. But for people out there that need results, they still need to do the calorie counting yeah. and do the macros. Exactly. There's you a can't lot of, just jump there's in. There's a lot of nutritionists out there which are great and they a lot of them actually like recommend not to count calories. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, I think you should be recommending both. Eat really healthy. You need to be calorie minded. And you've got to be calorie minded because yeah. you might have a client who's overweight um, and she's eating really healthy, but she's still eating too much. It doesn't matter what you're eating. Exactly. And, and my sister had trouble with that. She yeah. was eating really healthy plates of food, but I was like, Connie, you're eating too much. So all the training we're doing is going out the window because you're still eating too much. And that's just the way it is. So um, obviously I'm not a nutritionist, uh, but I definitely recommend that calorie intake has got to be spot on and you definitely got to do your own research and figure out. Otherwise, 
again, you're just headless chicken. I yeah, know, I couldn't agree more. I'm a really big fan of the term clean eating, but I, uh, I, <laughs> I'm a big fan of it because I like the fact that it basically says healthy single ingredient yeah. foods, which are, to be honest, optimal in terms of your health. Mm-hmm. Um, h- however, <laughs> the, the reason why people get so funny about clean eating mm-hmm. is because it doesn't take into account calories. And the fact of the matter is you could be clean eating, you know, Monday through Sunday, having sirloin steak and a jar of nut butter and yeah. seven bananas a day and you are going to gain weight. <laughs> 100%. Or you go to the Joe and Juice and you go and get three, oh, so three, three, yeah, so good. Or you get a juice and you don't really like, oh, it's, 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 it's fruit, it's, it's, it's vegetables. Oh, I know. But then again, it's still got calories in it and if you're going to drink too much of it or you, you, you're having it alongside your high calorie diet, it's not going to do any favours. So yeah. people definitely need to be minded. I, I completely agree with you. Okay, so we're coming towards the end of it and yeah. I have three pretty open and shut questions cool. for you. I'm happy to answer. What is your biggest piece of training advice? Biggest piece of training advice is seek professional help before push uh, throwing yourself in the deep end. Yeah. Olympic if, lifting. Yeah, or just even going into a simple class. You know, the amount of time I see people with awful technique. I know. Um, so definitely if you're a beginner seek that professional help before you push yourself to the deep end because you need that good technique for the right muscles to be working for you to see results rather than getting a bad back injury yeah and to not get injured and then not be able to train for six months 100% okay fine what is your biggest piece of nutrition advice biggest nutrition advice keep it well balanced Um, keep track of the calories or do your research on how much calories you should be eating Mm. Um, and sometimes relax, sometimes have that toe burn, you know, it's good for your mindset. Um, but yeah, definitely keep it well balanced and have a good idea of how much you should be eating because that will actually help you. That might wake up a lot of people. I completely agree. I think also a really good place to start in terms of that is to, whether it's a food diary or, or like a tracking app, yeah. like my fitness pal, if you yeah, just my keep... fitness pal is amazing. Oh, it's so good. It literally saves me yeah. every time. But if you, it can become quite oppressive for some people. So that piece of advice is not for everybody. No, it's not for everybody. But at the end of the day, if you want results, sometimes things that aren't for everybody yeah. Yeah, still have to sometimes be done. Sometimes you have to learn a little sometimes bit. Sometimes you've got to get out of your comfort zone. And sometimes you've got to yeah. do things that you don't want to do. And that's the hard life of, if you want to be successful in life, you have to step out of your comfort zone sometimes and you yeah. have to get on with it. No, you're right. That's, like, I'm 24, so I'm still pretty young. And I've got oh, to. Oh, you're so. So young. where I've got to where I've got to today because every single day I'm stepping up my side of my comfort zone. Dude, look at what you've done at 24. You're not so. I'm so impressed by you. Yeah, like, like proper. I, I sometimes have to pinch myself, and I'm still pushing. But yeah, like, I'm just yeah. It's, it's it's pretty mad. It's pretty mad because I guess everyone else in the industry is pretty like in their um, later 20s. But no, it's perfect. It's just the way it is. And like, like I said, with nutrition, people like don't want to count on the calories, don't make, they, but they still want results. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes, you know, when you first start doing my fitness path, for example, it is like having a second job. Mm. It's really intense learning how yeah. to track your food, right? Of course. But the knowledge that you take away from that is, I mean, Incomparable, and in the long run, you're gonna be, you're gonna be. You can intuitively, yeah. Yeah, six weeks, and in the long run, you are, and then as you bring up your kids or yeah. other family members, you know you're clued sh- on, yeah, exactly. and then you teach them from a young age, and it exactly. just goes. This is it. This is what I say. Like track for a even if it's only a temporary period of time. Get an idea of what you're eating. Yeah. Get an idea of what you want to do. Do you want to drop a dress size? Yeah. Do you want to lose, you know, X amount of body fat? What is it? What's your goal? And then slowly, 
gradually, incrementally drop bits here and there. So say yeah. if you're having, I don't know, two glasses of wine a night, drop it down to one. Yeah. You're automatically going to pull like 100 or so calories out of your daily intake. Yeah. See how you respond. But it's mad. People think because it's a liquid, people don't assume it's calories. No, it's, oh, it's so funny. And you it? hear, hear it, like when I listen to talk sport, like during the adverts, you hear like people say no, uh, alcohol is, yeah. drop it down like you just said. And it's crazy. Just, yeah, I guess that knowledge that people don't have. It's no, mad. it's 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 amazing. And, and, and you can make it a really, it doesn't look, you know, obviously my book is The Four Week Body Blitz. And obviously with what I do, I'm kind of synonymous with short turnaround body transformations. Mm-hmm. And I love that because that is quite reflective of yeah. what I do and what I'm interested in. But look, it doesn't have to always be that quick. Like, take take a minute. Yeah, take your that time. That four weeks could make someone go, oh, do you know what? I'm going to give it another four weeks. And yeah. it turns into a lifestyle then. So The goal is to make it to make people walk away with a lot of knowledge very quickly. Yeah, and for people to start. Yeah, just to, yeah, just to start, you know. Start, because yeah. then you get to a place where you want to maintain, yeah. at least you got to a place exactly. where you want to maintain. Okay, so, oh, actually, I have a sneaky question for yeah. you. I should know better than to ask questions like this, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> Who's your favourite celebrity client? <laughs> Who's my favourite celebrity? Oh, that's a tough one. That is a really tough one. I've got a few new ones at the minute, which I'm training, which is pretty good. Um, I'm training JP Cooper at the minute. He's a oh, singer. Nice. Yeah. Singer songwriter he's a really good he's a good friend of mine now you know all my clients have turned to be really good friends yeah, same. That happens um, Louise Redknapp is an amazing client of mine I love like, she's like my auntie if she ever wants to go on a date with a girl I'm sure my fiance wouldn't mind uh, what? So really yeah, no, she, Dude, she you is don't understand I'll in the her. 90s I'll ask her what was that song she did Naked I can't, uh, yeah, you're too young. Uh, okay, it was really good. She's yeah. really hot. Just go, just YouTube it. Okay, but she's like my auntie. Like literally, <laughs> okay, she, she gives me like auntie advice all the time. It's brilliant. Uh, um, no, I've got so many. Tony Terry's the machine. I love training. She Tony. is amazing. You know, um, when I get to train John Terry, for example, you know, I've got so many amazing clients. I couldn't, I couldn't put I put my finger. You don't on have one. a favorite. I don't have a favorite. As a PT, I always had a favorite. Really? I, don't, I haven't had any face to face clients in a few months, yeah. and that obviously in uh, next year I'm gonna have, that'll change because my books will all be out and mm-hmm. I can take a breather but I always have favourites really I guess to be fair because obviously my football background I, when I get a chance to train a footballer that I am in my zone like, you take I am in my zone and yeah, I absolutely yeah. love it and I want it to go for two three hours you know um, so yeah all the footballers are probably one of my favourites to do I love that okay lastly this is your last moment you have one minute or really however long you want to talk directly to my health and fitness audience about anything and everything that you think is really pivotal that they understand. Diet, training, career, anything. Um, Like I said before, don't compare yourself to anyone else. Focus on your own goals. Uh, Be the best version of yourself. Wake up early, do a workout, start your day strong. I think that's really important. Uh, Get clued up on nutrition, whether you buy yourself a nutrition book or... um, Chloe's book or my book get it done get yourself clued up on nutrition try out new different recipes because there's so many amazing foods out there for you to try mm. um, get yourself into a good f- fitness routine whether it's having a PT or joining classes um, and go for long walks you know yes. um, I think I think walks is a massive like for me to switch off I go for a two hour walk with my dogs and it's my oh. time to switch off I've looked at my calorie my, my thing and I've burnt 500 calories nice it's thing. crazy just yeah. like that so yeah. and being, that's good fat burning too guys yeah and be just be more active because it's so important to have a healthy mind and once you have a healthy mind you can take on anything in the world I so agree. I think and exercise is, is is massively key for that good nutrition alongside good exercise 
wise, you're really going to be on your goals when it comes to your business, your work mm-hmm. life, and even your personal life. You know, yeah. so definitely, I think it's it's really good to um, have exercise and good nutrition in your lifestyle. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's like a, a knock on effect of physicality, mentality, yeah, self esteem. It just go round and round. Well, we have to go. fuel ourselves properly for us to have a, a proper life. I think that's a hundred percent. Hundred percent. I completely agree. Well, Bradley, thank you so much. Thank for you for having on. me. I really appreciate it. And guys, thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. Now, don't forget to tune in next week when we will be talking to the number one health and fitness podcaster himself, Mr. Ben Coomba. So thank you so much for listening. If you guys can like, subscribe, leave a comment. Honestly, the more interaction we can get from you guys, the better. So thank you so much. And here's to next week. I've been in hospital three separate times. One was the big three-week stay in the coma. Number two was the nerve damage diagnosis. Number three was a surprise attack out of nowhere and I couldn't breathe properly. You know, perfectly healthy 17-year-old, no underlying conditions. It's crazy. Behind every case, there's a story. Protect yourself and each other. Be antiviral. Hear more at antiviralireland.com. Supported by the Government of Ireland. Podcast Network.